Welcome to the Mindful Balance mini podcast. If you are a woman over 40 ready to break free from fad diets and discover the power of balance and confidence in your life, then this podcast is for you and I am so happy that you are here. I'm your host, I'm Rachel, a nutrition and mindset coach, and I'm going to break down everything you need to know into bite-sized pieces of sustainable and realistic tips. invite you to join me as we explore practical strategies to stop overeating, nourish your body, and use the potential of your amazing brain to achieve your goals. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode filled with insights on nutrition, mindset, and building healthy habits. Hey there, welcome back. So I thought about starting this episode and maybe it will become something that I do every few episodes or so just to give you a quick life update. First, because I love having an image in my head as I listen to podcasts or audiobooks, did you know that I record my podcasts in my pantry? (laughs) It is the only area in our home that doesn't have the AC blowing sound, so that became my pretend recording studio. It is also the end of July when I'm recording this episode, which means that we are smack in the middle of summer break, both for my kids and for me. And there are many moving pieces with kids coming back from camp and summer program and Others are getting ready already to start a new school year in college. And generally, it is often very hard (laughs) to keep track of where everyone is at all time. It is very different from when they were all little and in bed by 9 p.m. But I really do appreciate this phase and how dynamic life is right now being a parent of older kids. So that's where we are at right now. And if you ever feel like sharing something about yourself, because I hope that you also find this place safe and intimate, then I would definitely love to hear from you. And you can send me a message on Instagram at Rachel Emma Nutrition or use the notes of this episode to email me. All right, moving on. I want to start today's episode with a story. My youngest son is now 11 and being the youngest of four, he always wanted to do everything just like his older brothers and sisters. It's like this kid wanted to skip being a baby or even a toddler and was practicing being a teenager at the age of three, including, by the way, wanting braces before he even had all his permanent teeth. But that's a story for another time. 
So I remember when he wanted to learn to tie his shoelaces for the first time. It was a struggle. He was sitting on the stairs at the front of the house and he was fighting with the laces on his tiny sneakers. His small fingers were trying to remember this whole bunny ear loop and over and under move, but it was not working. Fast forward a few minutes later, he walked over with a very serious look on his face. He held up the shoe to me and he said, it's not working. Probably in a much cuter voice, but to make again a long story short, I pulled a video on YouTube and he watched it a few times. And sure enough, he was master of the art of shoelacing. And I remember this story because the way he was asking for it had no apprehension or fear involved. It was so simple, straightforward request for help. Mom, I don't know how to do it. Please show me how. But somehow along the line, as we grow older, asking for help starts to feel a little different. It becomes much harder. And I know that for me, asking for help often feels like admitting some kind of failure or admitting that I am less than perfect. And that can be pretty uncomfortable. So in this episode, we will dive into why asking for help is so hard, especially when it comes to our bodies. And then I will share with you a few signs to help you identify when is the right time to reach out for help. So I'm going to take a sip of water and let's talk about that. So for many of us, that discomfort of asking for help might even be worse when we're talking about eating food, health, or our bodies. Maybe it is because we feel that eating is such a fundamental skill that we don't want to admit that this is hard. For others, maybe it is the social expectations and the pressures that are placed on us as women from very early on. We are surrounded by messages about how we should look, what we should or shouldn't eat, and how our bodies should be. Maybe for others, it is the fear of judgment or criticism if they admit that they are struggling. They might worry that they'll be seen as weak or lack discipline, especially if they have it together in other parts of lives. That can be a very heavy burden to carry. But I think that one of the biggest things that scare us is the fear of failure. What if we go ahead and ask for help and then it doesn't work? What if we try to make changes and fall back into our old habits? This fear can make it seem almost safer to stay in the cycle of overeating rather than taking the risk of potentially disappointing others or ourselves. And as long as we don't ask for help, we get to pretty much look the other way and not hold ourselves accountable. But here's another thing that I want you to consider. Let's say that you are able to identify and have awareness around needing someone to get you started. 
all those heavy feelings and the discomfort that show up in not being in a good place with our bodies or with food. Guess what it is likely to happen when you start feeling that discomfort? If food is the only tool you have to manage that discomfort, I am going to guess that you will find yourself right in the hands of the habit of eating because it's so easy. And I know that from my own experience to fall into that trap of using food to mask our discomfort and our insecurities. And then, yeah, we end up in this repetitive escalating cycle that feels very, very hopeless. So if you can relate to that, there is one thing that I want you to hear. So here it is. These fears are valid. The discomfort is real. And there is strength in the vulnerability in acknowledging that you are struggling. It's okay to ask for help from a friend or your partner, your family, a coach. It's okay to say, I can't do this alone. And most importantly, it doesn't make you weak. Okay, so now I want to answer the question of how to recognize when it's time to ask for help. And like many other things, it is a very personal process. However, there are some common signs that can indicate that you might be ready to reach out to someone saying that you are ready to make a change. First sign, you are feeling overwhelmed simply by the thought of making changes alone. I'm going to say it again. Just the thought of doing it or starting a journey feels super overwhelming. You know that something needs to change, but you don't know where to start. Another way this may show up is that you've tried what feels like everything, but nothing seems to be working. You've dieted, you exercised, and You tried probably cutting out certain foods, but you are not seeing the results that you had hoped for. It's like you're fighting an uphill battle and it's becoming more and more exhausting. Another sign is if you feel that the cost of not taking action is becoming more and more noticeable in your day-to-day and you may even feel that it is impacting your mental health, your self-esteem, and just overall your life experiences. Perhaps you're waking up every morning with guilt, or you are avoiding social situations that are involving food. Maybe you are feeling increasingly disconnected from your body, and it's affecting how you show up for yourself and for other people in your life. When we don't feel good, it is very hard to give to others, whether it is work or your family or even the person in line at the grocery store. I know that when I don't feel good, I do not have anything to give to others and likely I am not the nicest person to be around. Or it could be that you're feeling increasingly isolated and lonely. 
likely pretending that everything is fine. When people ask you, it looks fine from the outside, but not so much from the inside. And this kind of emotional isolation can be incredibly draining. And I want to pause for a second and say that I know that it is hard to hear this. My point is that you don't have to walk this walk alone. And there are so many people around you that would love to be there for you if you allow them. And even though the topic of eating and overeating and just our health and weight and everything around it is so full of shame in our culture, unless you are, of course, an influencer that look like, you know, you have it all together. Let me tell you, most of them don't have it all together. I want to invite you to tell someone, this is what's going on with me just like you would with any other struggle in your life. You might ask right now, how do I do it? (laughs) How do I ask for help? Because it does feel like a very hard task to overcome. So let me tell you. The first step is finding someone that you trust. This could be, again, a friend. It can be a family member. It can be a healthcare provider or a therapist. You start by simply saying, I am ready to work on my habits, or I am ready to eat better, or I am ready to work on my goals, and I want you to be my accountability buddy. That's all you have to say. You don't need to have all the answers or even fully understand how to move forward. You just need to express to someone else that you are ready for change, that you are ready to receive support by reminding yourself, I matter, my health matter, I am worth taking care of. And when you say that, it's like, You know what it's like? It's like the light turned on in a room because you will be amazed by all the support that is waiting for you out there. I know that this episode may have been a little heavier topic today, but hey, growth doesn't happen in our comfort zone. And if even one of you needs to hear this reminder, then I did my thing. So here's to you and to your journey towards healthier, happier you. I am Rachel, and until next time, take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Balance podcast today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and find inspiration to find your unique balance and confidence. Remember that the journey continues on Instagram. You can find me at Rachel Emma Nutrition. That is one word where I share daily nuggets of wisdom to help you reach your goals with ease. If you loved today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback fuels our mission to empower more women on their mindful balance journey. Until next time, take care and stay mindful. 
Thank you for listening to The Mindful Balance. The Mindful Balance is brought to you by Rachel Emma Nutrition. Our editing and mixing engineer is Michael Plawner. Our theme song is Good Feelings by Bold Gleasons. The information in this podcast does not substitute for medical or psychological advice and is intended for educational purposes only. Please consult a qualified health professional regarding health conditions or concerns before starting a new diet or health program. Rachel Emma Nutrition LLC and the accompanying websites and social media platforms are not responsible for adverse reactions, effects, or consequences resulting from the use of any suggestions herein or procedures undertaken hereafter. Thank you.